Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson. And I'm Dusty Simmons from Financial Center First Credit Union. Hey, thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affect us achieving our financial goals. So today's topic, everybody get ready for this. This is a fun one. Jamie's so excited about this one. Oh, today we're going to talk about taxes. <laughs> Dusty's idea, obviously. <laughs> It's going to be a good one. Okay. Tell us about Benjamin Franklin. What do you say? All right. So, you know, Benjamin Franklin coined that saying, in this world, nothing is certain except death and taxes. And, of course, on April 15th, Uncle Sam will expect you to have filed. Right, Jamie? Yeah, especially if you owe them. They want their money. Exactly. And we said we wouldn't talk about the C word anymore, but COVID has certainly created some chaos with our finances and potentially our taxes because of the CARES Act this year. That's right. So a lot of people are going to do their taxes right now, and there's questions popping up about what money they received, whether it was a... whether it was unemployment or whether it was one of the uh, stimulus checks. Right. And so, so you don't know because you, you're you. not a tax account. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we get started there, Dusty and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. Dusty thought we've always had a federal income tax, right, Dusty? I did think that. Yeah. And then when I said, no, we haven't, her question was, well, when did that happen? Or how, how did we pay our, how did the government operate before we had income taxes? How did the government right? operate? So and you know, Jamie being the history buff, the so, ex-history teacher. The ex-history right? teacher. Let me tell you. It's I like, actually, guess what, I got a little irritated and offended. I'm like, <laughs> I, as American, my goal is to pay as little as taxes as possible. Uh, but most people don't know this, but we didn't have a federal income tax until the Civil War. That was the first time it was enacted. And it was for 10 years. And then Americans hate taxation so much that they got rid of it again. Oh, really? I didn't know that they eliminated it. Yeah. And so okay. they then passed an amendment called the 16th Amendment. Okay. So the first almost 100 years of our, our nation, we didn't pay income taxes. We paid excise taxes. So uh, import goods, export goods. Just goods. Anything. Goods okay. So gotcha. Our, our first almost one was, like a sales tax. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, our first one was a whiskey tax and all the farmers got angry and rebelled. Well, and I now know that. The Whiskey Rebellion yeah. of... Whatever. Yeah, whatever. 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1786, <laughs> I think it was, 89. But yeah, so we, we never really liked, you know, we as Americans, the idea of taxation is just something we never really liked until after we passed the 16th Amendment and it became, we're going to tax people's income Incomes. levels. And it started out at very little amounts. And believe it or not, at one time in our country, we added up to 50% of your income was taxed. On federal income. Now remember this. This isn't just at the state level or the local level. This is on Half top your of fifty percent. Wow. Yes. So uh, and we, now what's the max? I think right now we're at thirty-seven percent. Okay. It's teetered back and so forth. It's back. Yeah, a lot of people that love Reagan love it because he came in and cut him down. I think to it was about twenty-seven percent. Don't quote me. Twenty-seven or twenty-five percent. Mm-hmm. So he almost cut him in half, and that's why a lot of people loved Reagan in, in the seventies and eighties because he cut the income taxes. All right. So let's talk about the big question going around there. The question is rising about the, through stimulus or through unemployment. So what was the first question? you Right. Is it taxable? Is it not taxable? So number one, first thing you should know that is if you received a stimulus check or checks. That money will not be taxed. Correct. So you will not pay income taxes on that. Yes, but if you go and you do your taxes and you do them online, they're going to ask you about it. So don't freak out. Yes, but they, they are, are going, going to, ask to ask you if you received a stimulus but and how much. It's not considered income. Right, correct. Number two? If you had a PPP loan, if you were a small business and you got that, those can be deducted from your taxable income. That's correct. And last but not least, and this is a big one because a lot of people this happened to right away, especially in the service industry. Yeah. A lot of people were unemployed and the federal government 
uh, kicked in the stimulus where they're paying $600 a week. So the question now becomes, what, Dusty, number three? Um, if you collected unemployment in 2020 and chose not to have the taxes withheld from your benefits when you signed up, you'll either have to pay quarterly estimated taxes or set aside enough money from your unemployment benefits to pay taxes on that income. So you that income will be taxed. Right. And uh, that is taxable income. It's considered income. Yes. Even though it's unemployment. Right. It's considered income. It's replacing that. So hopefully most of you that if you did collect unemployment, that you did actually take take the money out as you were going. Hopefully, The, the yeah. withholdings, hopefully you did. Uh, if you didn't, then yes, you're actually going to have to actually pay that tax bill. Right. Which takes us to our next part, four common tax questions answered. So we, right. we put this into four questions, right, Dusty? And yeah. we're going to go from there. What, yeah, what and, to- you know, I wanted to get your opinion on some of these because you're the one who gives some of this advice to our members. But, you know, is it better to pay too much in taxes and get a refund at the end of the year or is it better to owe? You know, I'm going to give that old economics answer of it depends. And I know a lot of times I'll give that and you'll sort I of roll I hate that answer, Jamie. Yeah. Why does it depend? Because it, it really depends on, on what you're comfortable with, okay? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like to withhold as little as possible so they have that money throughout the year. So that what happens is they might owe money back. Right. Then there's people like me that don't mind overpaying a little bit. And a lot of professionals say, well, that's just dumb because you could use that money for something else. But I don't want to have... And you deducting it from your paycheck, that actually was something that was implemented for that reason. Because it used to be on April 15th, everybody that had income, guess what they had to do? They had to write a check out to the government. So now they've changed that mm-hmm. where I've withheld too much and I got a huge refund. And the next year, you know, I went to my HR professional and they said, help me with figuring out what my deductions should be. And there's actually a worksheet they can give you or a, a, some sort of online form that you can kind of see based on your tolerance and what you want to achieve. What's the right withholding for you? Yes. So it's really up to you. And it, it like it depends, honestly. Yeah. I know a lot of people that don't want to return. So number two, mm-hmm. Dusty. Okay. So number two, should I file early or wait until the deadline? What do you think my answer is going to be on this one? <laughs> I think one? the econ professor is going to say, it depends. Right. It depends on how you plan to file. Uh, you know, think about this. If you're, if you're getting a professional to do this and you're doing it on paper, it might take a little bit longer, right? So start early, maybe not file till the 15th, but start yeah, early. Probably, yeah, you probably don't want to wait till the last minute. Now, the accountants love that because, you know, they get up against the wall, they're going to charge you a little bit better. And the other one is, back to our first question, it depends on whether or not you're going to pay in or you're getting money back. Right, whether but you owe or the government's going to give you You talked about a great tip with that, that you can go ahead and figure it out and not file until... Yeah, that's that's what I recommend you do. You go, you figure out if you owe or you're getting a refund. If you're getting a refund, go ahead and file if you want to. Mm-hmm. If you owe, you can wait till, till that 15th deadline to write that check or set up the payments and then send it in. Yep. Okay. So number three. When should I consider using a tax professional? Hmm. You, use, you struggled with this one, I think. I, it's like, know, did, would I ever need a tax professional? But. Well, it's funny, yes, because I used to go to gentlemen when I was in my late 20s and would pay $130 to do my taxes. And now it's it's such an easy thing for me to do. I'm like, why would anybody pay? Why? But, you know, I think that was really before the online tax um, software systems were out there, right? You for the of, most part, yes. Yeah. They were they were new and people mm-hmm. didn't trust them, but they've been around now for over 20 years, so a lot of people use them. Yeah. So why should we file on paper? Well, if you've had a major life event, let's say um, you, you maybe sold a house and got divorced or you came into an inheritance or estate tax or something. So, so a little, maybe a tax situation that might be a little bit more complicated, you might want to use a tax professional or or if you're a small business owner, you know, a tax professional is probably going to give you the best advice if you need to spend money, 
you know, whatever you need to do. Yeah, I, that's I, if I own a business, I would consult. Yeah, most people I know that have a business use a CPA. Correct. Yeah. What should I do if I can't afford what I'm going to owe? Well, and I think you've seen this with a lot of members that have come to you, right? Run, run like hell. <laughs> no, don't do that. Run, <laughs> run, hide from the IRS. Run, run, run. Uh, no, really, the answer is you. You really need to sit down and do your taxes. You need to contact the IRS, and you need to discuss payment options. Um, the worst thing you can do is not file. As we looked up here and we discussed it, Dusty, what did you find out? If you don't file, what can happen? Um, so if you don't file taxes, you will not be able to draw Social Security when you're eligible for Social Security. So, yeah, th- I think they're going to hold you to some pretty high standards there. And remember this. If you do owe taxes and you owe a lot of taxes, and if you don't pay them on time, it's going to incur fees and it's going to incur interest. So your your best bet is if you if you owe Figure out a way to pay that off and set up a payment plan. I, I've had, uh, I know people, I've, I've met people throughout the years that don't do that. And eventually you get them to the point where they have to. And that bill is usually so high, it, it becomes very cumbersome. They really should have just handled that when it first came up. Okay. So let's recap those four, Dusty. Number one, is it better to pay too much and get a refund or, to, oh. Like we said, it, it depends. depends. Number two, should I file early or wait until the deadline? <laughs> Once again, I hate to sound redundant, but it depends, really. Honestly, if you're going to get money back, go ahead and file. If you need to pay, if you got to pay, if you need to pay, you can put it off to the 15th. Sure. When should I consider using a tax professional? Major life changes or you own a business. And what should I do if I can't afford what I'm going to owe? Contact the IRS. You really need to. Don't sit there and try to hide from it. Don't run from it. You can't get away. You're not going to get away. Trust me. They've set this up so that's something. <laughs> they know where to find they're, you. They're going to find you. Now, with that, I want to say something real quick. The IRS is never going to call you. That's a great point. There, there's a lot of IRS fraud out there. So, so. make sure, yeah, they're going to contact. You're going to send it through the U.S. Postal Service mm-hmm. or certify. They're not going to call you and leave a message on your phone. So if you get that call... That is fraud. That is somebody trying to take your money. So make sure you're not doing it. And do not give your, whatever, do not give your social security number over the phone to anyone. Right. Especially if they're saying they're with the IRS because that's a fraud call. Definitely. All right. So we've kind of talked about some common tax uh, questions that you might have. And now we're going to move on to filing options that you might consider. Yes. The first option is. Do it the old-fashioned way on paper. And we both, when we talked about this, kind of laughed about it. Like, really? Do people still file on paper? But Jamie has Yes, they do. (laughs) My parents still do. They still go to the tax account. They do not own a business. They do not have... They still, yes. But they don't have internet or at home or whatever. Right. They don't. You know, there's a lot of people who are probably either just internet adverse or they don't have it at home. So they might still file paper and it's perfectly fine to do so. It's free. Correct. Um, takes a lot of time, though. Yes, it does. It takes a lot of time. A lot of record keeping. It's very manual. I wouldn't, I mean, I remember when we did that, I, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you need to, you need to, and that's how you should do it. Now, the other thing is, the question becomes, if I'm going to do my taxes, where do I get those forms if I'm going to do them on paper? Where do you go to get Right. So forms? you can go to your local library or your post office. They all will have the forms. And a lot of times the local libraries will have tax Helpers, I wouldn't call them professionals, but they'll have people there that can help you file if you're interested in that. Yeah, there's actually uh, many groups out there that actually help do that in the community as well. And, and it's do not it just, for free. Not just on the paper, but what we're getting ready to get to the next one, which yep. is online, which I think the majority of Americans do now, correct? Would you say so? I, I would say so. I mean, everybody I've talked to, that's how they file now. Right. So, what you know, I love it because... I can get it done when I want to. I haven't done mine yet this year, but I, I know I'm going to do them. And I know it's going to take me about 45 minutes max. Right. From start to finish. Super quick now. 
step-by-step instructions, all those questions that we talked about related to COVID. And if you got stimulus, they're going to ask you all those things. You're going to be able to do a walkthrough of, you know, I'm not sure about this question. Push the help button. It'll give you an answer. So, yeah. And it keeps the records for you. It's great. When you go in, if you use the same one that you used last year and you put your information in, it actually brings up, if you're with the same company, it brings all the information in, it loads it in. It makes it very easy to do. Uh, I got to love it because I've actually, I've got my oldest daughter doing her own now and yeah. she's, she's done her own the last two years, but I sit there with her and still, cause she has questions, but like you said, she could really find the answers if she needed to. Right. But the great news is she's doing this where when I was 19 or 20 years old, I don't know who was doing my taxes. Honestly, I didn't know if I had to probably know back then. Well, yeah, if you made less than 6,000 or whatever, you didn't even have to really. Right. Anyway, um, the one really good thing I like about it is the live support that a lot of those software systems come with. The year I got divorced, I actually had questions with my filings and was able to jump on a live chat, type in a question. They got right back to me. So um, that I found really helpful. So uh, cons on that is just it's it's probably going to cost you something to file online and do that. But I think the time savings is definitely worth it. Yeah, usually in, uh, this really depends on how much income you have coming in and what you're you're doing as far as it comes to deductions. Usually, like my daughters didn't cost her anything. I think what cost her was for them to do the state for yeah, the state. Yeah, like federal is free. And, federal is mm-hmm. free. It was like, I believe, don't quote me on this, less than $20 though. Mm-hmm. So there's all different types out there that you can use. I mean, we've all seen the commercials for... Turbo tax, mm-hmm. H&R Block Tax yeah. Act. There's all kinds. And actually, the IRS does it, too, as long mm-hmm. as you may earn under uh, $72,000, I think it is. IRS free file. Yeah, you can get it free online if you make them less than $72,000 adjusted gross income. AGI. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the third way to file is... Use the tax professional. Use that tax professional. So all you tax professionals out there, I know this is your time of year. You guys are working seven hats off to you for doing that. Uh, the great thing about the professional is they know tax laws. Yeah. They know them inside and out. They should be able to get you the best deal, right? Yeah, the best advice. The best so, advice. So they'll tell you what you're going to do to get your to get that that best return and pay the least amount you can. Usually, we see a lot of this nowadays with businesses that they they you know if you own a business, a big business, you're obviously going to have a oh, tax account absolutely. do that. And there's so many different uh, as far as laws concerned out there that you can actually write off. So if you're if you're a person that has a business, you've got to get that professional. Mm-hmm. The, you know the cons on this are. It can cost you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to have to start a little earlier, especially if you have a business. And you're going to have to have all that paperwork um, you're gonna, along the way. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to have to keep all your all your records, right? And if there's an audit, you want to have all those things, whether it's the receipts, whatever that is. So Yeah, if you're going to get a tax professional, though, do your homework. Make sure they have um, a designation. You know, they're accredited, all of those good things. Do your, your homework reviews on those. Yeah. So, so I told you guys, taxes were going to be fun today. Ooh, yeah, yeah, so just fun. sucking the soul out of Dusty over here. <laughs> She's so peppy today on taxes. It was her idea, everyone. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, great job. So let's talk a little bit more. Let's wrap this up. Dusty, what do you what do you think? You know, some, for some, tax filing is a dreaded time of year. It's work. You know, you're going to owe. The, the, the important thing is, is not to get overwhelmed on the process and entrust either an online advisor or a tax professional to help you. Use your resources, right? That's yeah. what we always tell people yeah. with anything financial. Actually, and I'm not... Like, I'm sure many of them do this, but you can go and do an estimate before you even get started. Mm -hmm. TurboTax does an estimate, so you know where you start. So there's no reason to fear this. Go online, check it out. You don't even have to sign up to do it. You don't have to give them your social security number or anything. You can do an estimator. And I'm sure all the companies probably have that, or most of them do. So, hey, don't be scared of it. Go do it. 
find out. And, you know, it's really a good thing to know what you're paying because for a lot of people, they don't realize how much they paid in taxes. And this is a good eye opener to realize what's going on. I remember my daughter going, who's FICO? Why are they taking my money? <laughs> right. right. It's just it's, it's best for you to know how to do these things. So you're self-sufficient and those sorts of things. Now, I'm going to let you do your plug here, because let's say you are you're going to be happy about filing your taxes because you're going to get a sizable refund. You know, what What should someone do with their tax refund? Well, it's really, that's one of the reasons also why I like to get the refund, because if we get if we get a nice windfall, mm -hmm. we actually take a portion of that and put that in our savings account. Now, I'm already putting in my savings, but we increase it a little bit every year, but this is great. If it comes in, I take a portion of that and we put it towards debt repayment, we put it towards our savings, and then we go and have a little mad money. So some of you out there, when you get those refunds, you like to consider it all mad money. It's not mad money. Remember, it's your income. You're getting a refund. Right. So put some of that in your savings account, pay down some debt. So not sure where to start. We can help. Right. Go to fcfcu.com and we'd be happy to help you. Email me. You click on my face there. It'll go right to my email. We, we can help you. And Jamie and I will both say we are not tax professionals. We are not giving professional tax advice. We're just giving you our best tips of what we've seen over time. So it, you know, as always, if you have questions about taxes, you really need to consult a tax advisor. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I'm not a tax advisor. <laughs> nor do I play one on TV. Exactly. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson, Dusty Simmons, and Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is to what, Jamie? Help improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. And if you like what you hear, where can they find us? Go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and the All Indiana Podcast Network. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening. 